1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. It's, it's a deep, it's a deep, ugly situation over there. <laughs> she got the stake <laughs> face. <laughs> this is Queens of the Court. What's up, everybody? It's us again, your favorite duo. Welcome to another episode of Ways of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast produced in partnership with the WNBA. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops.
0: And I'm Jordan Robinson. And Court court is
1: in session. session. Ooh,
0: that last uh, gavel drop hits different when it's- Before the playoffs. um, Before the playoffs. That was the- Bringing down the gavel on a couple of these teams' season,
1: ooh, oh, which, ooh. dang, you got started early. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, that that did come out a little more harsh. Than it did, I it to. did. I was like, oh, dang, you, you just hop right into it, okay. <laughs> ooh, my bad, my bad. It's all love. We're though. gonna talk about it. It's all it love. is.
0: It is, all and right. I just want to say, speaking of all love, because when we started this this podcast from the draft, we were s- excited about this season. We were looking forward to it, and I just feel like it has exceeded my expectations of how mm. every game, so many teams, so many players, like just so much has happened this season, and I'm so happy this was the season that we had a podcast to talk about all the happenings.
1: Cause it was me so much too. I think for me and, and we're talking like this is our last podcast y'all it's, no, like the it's not the last one. <laughs> we got a lot to go. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, but since, you know, it's end of regular season, we're going into playoffs, So it's mm-hmm. end of regular season for our podcasts. We're going into playoff mode. Oh, um, no. different mode. I think for me to your point, when we showed up at draft, I was like, okay, well, not, not just about the season, but about the pod, right? I was like, what, like, what is this going to be like? Because I've never done anything like this, right? But also, will the, will the audience like it? Will the fans like it? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be good? Like so many different thoughts and emotions went through my head. And here we are on our, let's see, which episode is this? Mm, 22. Um, I- It's 22. 22. Deuce deuce, baby. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That's why that's why I'm all in my fields today. (laughs) Um, but I have to say, Jordan, it has been such a pleasure and honor. Like I have so enjoyed working with you. And I also have loved just the interaction we've had with the fans, the good comments, the not so good comments and, mm-hmm. you know, just being able to to do this weekly and bring them a different perspective. And uh, it's been fun. So I've it's enjoyed it fun. so me far. We good. still got we still got more to go. Y'all,
0: we've still got more to go. But that it's like, OK, that made me tear up. But I it's know. Like, we could, OK, look. flip yeah, the switch. Exactly. It's playoff mode. Let's and go. we have been hinting at this for the past few weeks. And now it's about to get real. For a lot of these teams, a lot of these players, some some people got to kick it up to another level, and I'm excited to watch that level unfold. For some people, it's necessary, or else it's gonna be a short playoff run. Oh my and God. yeah, so I'm
1: excited about that. Me too. But but before we dive into playoffs and WNBA and basketball, because y'all know we're all about flowers and all of that. Let mm-hmm. Coco expletive golf. Coco! Coco, <laughs> we see you. We Coco, come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just put an invitation oh my out gosh. there. That's the U.S. Amazing. Open champ I won't, at I won't 19. Into, I won't even get into Right? I won't even talk about it that much because I could. But I, I thought I was playing I was in front of the TV, screaming, yelling. When she lost the first set, I was like, Coco, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Wake up. Come on. But it was so amazing to watch. She's so talented, so young. And I loved, because I'm sure you saw it on Twitter where everybody's posting her when she was a little girl dancing at the Mm -hmm. US Open. Yeah. To see her. Just fulfilling a dream, like it just was so beautiful to watch and listen. Shout out, Black Girl Magic, Black mm-hmm. Girl Power. It was, it was just such a beautiful thing to watch. So, Coco, we love you on the pod. We love you, because you are a queen of your court as well. Yeah, she is. Oh, How about that? The <laughs> ultimate queen of the U.S. Open, yeah. and
0: again at nineteen. Like, mm-hmm. what were you doing at nineteen? I was. I'm not. I will not tell. <laughs> so I was not winning a U.S. Open championship. I'll tell you that. <laughs> she, just so much grace. Style and grace is Coco. So, yes, we are rooting her on. Yay. But to the the W, like we, we've we hinted at, the regular season ended on Sunday. The MVP votes are in. Um, of course, we won't find out for a few weeks. I have uh, September 26th as the date that we're going to figure out who wins that MVP award. It's going to start with executive of the year, then coach of the year, Sixth player, most improved. Then we're going to get the MVP. And then it's going to continue on with rookie of the year, defensive player. But um, it's been a hot debate. And I got to say our interview with Alyssa Thomas just, just stir the pot. I got to get my gavel. Yeah,
1: look, stir, I'm going to stir with I'm going to stir with Stir, you. stir, with stir you. the
0: pot with the
1: gavel. It was a little
0: hot, too. It was hot, too. <laughs> yeah. One thing I'll say, because we did that. You did that interview. We posted that. And then Alyssa Thomas, again, has an incredible game right after mm. that interview is released. But my favorite thing was the post-game interview. She seemed more confident. To kind of throw her name into the hat more she said i'm making it look easy i feel like we haven't she really did. seen her talk like that before and coming off of your interview with her I, I just think that gave her even more momentum that's what i like to believe
1: well you know so I, i'm gonna say this because i'm sure there's somebody out there who will be like well why didn't y'all have asia why didn't y'all have stewie mm-hmm. listen they mm-hmm. all ha- open invitation Right. Like sure. I'd love to have Asia, love to have Stewie. i love to have any player in the W, but in particular, we're talking about the MVP candidates. So here, here was my thing. Stewie's active on social media. Asia's active on social media. So, and and they have teams behind them, right. That are like, here's why Stewie's MVP. Here's why Asia's MVP. And I know the Connecticut Sun, they have done that and they're doing that for AT, but there's, Like A.T. is not on social media. And again, I think a lot of people thought that because I interviewed her and we had her on the show that we were like A.T. should win MVP. Right. Mm -hmm. My thing was, let's put up an argument for A.T. as well, because everything was Stewie in Asia and I'm not taking anything away from them because I also think people know like I got mad love for Asia. I got mad love for Stewie And, and honestly, Jordan, if any one of those three win, well, one of those three will win MVP. You can't go wrong with it. You cannot
0: go wrong. I keep saying that part too. You can't.
1: But I I wanted, I wanted, I personally wanted to give AT a platform and a space where she could talk about AT because she doesn't do that. And Mm -hmm. people, people need to hear that and they need to see that and they need to know this is AT. And you know, and I agree with her. And I said to her, You she makes having a triple double look easy. And it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So that was my thing. Like, let's just not for it's not just about Asia and Stewie. Let's not forget about AT because she right. absolutely deserves to be in the running, deserves to be in the conversation. So and yep. I enjoy doing it.
0: Oh yeah. If any of those three women win, I don't I don't think you could go wrong. I think it's really going to be uh thrilling when September 26 comes around and it's announced because I don't know. I don't know which I don't way know people either. voted. I I have not, I again, we don't have a vote. Um I, I don't know which way people were drawn more into how they defined MVP. Yeah. So the votes are in, it's done. What whoever's winning has won already already. I think a lot of people also can't separate what they do in the playoffs versus what they did in the regular season. So, like, their campaign for MVP is over. Now it's playoffs. It's more about the team, and we're not going to hold – if Asia only scores two points for the rest of the playoffs, which we know won't happen, we're not going to hold that against her because of the incredible regular season performance that she's done. Like, if Stewie has – Four more 40-point games, we're going to be like, well, she has to be the MVP because that's what just happened. So that's why I am also a believer that we should announce it today. We should announce the MVP right after the season ends because then we're not crowded and clouded with any other amazing or not um, playoff
1: performances. I, don't know, I can't wait to see, and not just that one. I, Coach of the Year, mm-hmm. all of them. It's gonna I, be I, good. I'm, I'm I'm ready to see the. I'm ready to see the awards. It's it's gonna be good, and we're gonna get to what
0: the playoff series are. We're gonna get to that a little bit later, but I want to have a little um, <laughs> in memoriam for the mm. teams that didn't <laughs> make the playoffs. Who we will not see anymore this season. Seattle, Phoenix, Indiana my la sparks oh god what (laughs) let's go one by one we don't have to spend super time a long time on this but what needs to happen for these teams to make a difference let's start with seattle because we i feel like and you feel like too we haven't talked enough about the incredible season that joel lloyd has had and She signed an extension, um, so she's going a, to stay a, a, a in nice Seattle. A nice
1: extension, by the way. A, a, a nice, nice extension. Let me, let me
0: hold a dollar,
1: Jewel. <laughs> I think you got I think you got a couple extra dollars for me. A nice extension. Um, a and, but little you know, dollar. Deserving, deservingly so. Totally deserving. Um, and, and in any, like, in any other circumstance, Jewel Lloyd would be in the MVP running. Mm-hmm. But. In her case, this is my opinion, in her case, because of their record and not playing so well, she's she's not in the MVP running. But Jewel Lloyd, um, Jewel had a hell of a season. Mm-hmm. And when you say, what do they need to do? The first thing was doing exactly what they did. Yes. To sign her to an extension, because you have an amazing piece to build around. Um, in addition to Jewel, they... they they have to find more scoring. Mm-hmm. Like they, they just they got to get scoring. They got to get defense. It's kind of like I know teams don't like using the word rebuild, but that's what you're doing. And I'm not. And I'm not referencing losing Sue and losing Stewie, because anytime you lose players like that, you know that like you're losing a lot. But mm-hmm. in in this case, it, to me, it, it's almost like. A rebuild. You have Jewel, who's a great player. You have um, Jordan Horston, yeah, right, who is an up and coming rookie who is going to be great. Not only with Seattle, she's going to be great in this league. So you mm-hmm. have a young, a nice young rookie and a nice vet that mm-hmm. you can build around. Now you got to go find those missing pieces. I, I do think they need to go find not not a Sue Bird, but you need to go find another good, true point guard. Yeah, that can I think run your show. Point. That can get things going, and you know they 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 need players at, at every position. They they need more scoring, and they got to get better defensively.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, building off of Ezi Magnagore too, like and Mezi, Yes, Ezi. Building me. off yeah. of her her yeah. getting her first All Star like. That um I think signing the extension, you're right, was step number 1 because I think that silences the rumors of okay, is Jewel down with the rebuild? Is she going to try to go somewhere else? Like, nope, you signed her. You're building around her and Ezzy, Jordan Horston. I think that's where you that's where you start. Um I, yeah, I couldn't agree. I agree with everything that she said. What about what about Phoenix? It's a little bit of the same thing. Phoenix <laughs> Here, wait, hold on. We, ha- we got to address it because it, it was out there on, on Twitter. But Diana Taurasi was asked about Skylar Diggins, how she felt about Skylar coming back, and she just mm. hit him with the next question, which mm. is just two mm. words that say so much. <laughs> so Phoenix is also in a rebuild, and they need um they need scoring they need defense they need more bodies um because they were also dealing with some injuries this is a a spot for somebody who's maybe buried a little bit on someone's bench right now that we know could get buckets if you go to phoenix maybe you could be in a starting role and show remind everybody that you are a bucket getter like the opportunity is there but I wonder if it's a place where people want to go. I guess that that's, that's my, that that's where I'm mm. at. Mm. If, if mm. people will find it a, a intriguing destination and in free agency.
1: Ooh, that's juicy, that's <laughs> juicy. Here, here's what I will say before, before any of that with the players, are you keeping Nikki Blue as a head coach? Yeah. yeah. They need to, we need to know. Or not, yeah. right? Like, like I think it's bigger than the players. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the whole front office. Like, mm-hmm. you you, you got to start over, right? Like, there's stuff that absolutely needs to be changed. Personally, I think Phoenix is a great city. I think it's a great place yeah. for the WNBA team. I think it's a great place that players would want to go. But there's a lot of changes that need to be made. Mm -hmm. Then when you go down to the players. You ain't really got nobody right now. (laughs) You need You got to fill a lot. Got to fill a lot of holes. You got to give BG some help. Mm -hmm. You have to. And and I'm going to leave it there. Yeah.
0: Um, Shug is a bright spot. For, she is, for yes, she fears. is uh-huh. uh, getting uh-huh. the franchise's first triple double in, yeah. in one of the last games. I think you know, last pick in the draft, I believe in 2020. Like, just an incredible story. Mm-hmm. Build mm-hmm. off of that, like, build mm-hmm. off of these pieces, but you need a lot of pieces. Um, I feel like the the conversation, kind of going back to coach of the year. You know, people are putting Sandy Brondello in there, and it's like. She didn't kind of configure all these players together. It was the executive. It was the GM that said this was the team that we need. And I think it like you said, it's front office saying what pieces are going to work together personality wise, on the court, with a new coach or with Nikki Blue. There's a lot of a lot going
1: on in Phoenix. Bro. Yeah. And it can and be to done. Point. Can be- and to your to your point, Jordan, the first thing you said about Diana's comment, right? Like it's, I know we, we laughed about it, but that tells you exactly what she thinks. Yeah. So, and she's already said she's coming back.
0: Mm-hmm. Diana.
1: Diana has said I'm coming back. So yep. to me, that means Skylar will not be back.
0: That's what I read too.
1: <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like either, either you want me or you want her. Yeah. But you, you can't have us both.
0: Yeah, a bug. I, you know what I mean. Oh. I don't
1: know. It's it's a deep, it's a deep, ugly situation over there. <laughs> she got the steak mm-hmm. face. <laughs> I
0: don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's move on.
1: My okay, spark,
0: okay, okay. L.A. Just heartbreaking. Missing the they playoffs. Like they battle. They battle, though, game. Jordan. They, they battle, Jordan. Battle to the very end. Nneka has one of her best seasons. Um, as as long as she's been in the league, she's still able to do what she does. Jordan Canada, incredible. It was just injuries. Just mm-hmm. not able. Like, I don't – I feel like Kurt Miller did the best that he could. Um, Dierica Hamby came back, played in all 40 games after having her second child. Incredible. About Talk about flower segment. Shout incredible out, Incredible to yeah. Dierica yeah. Hamby. I think it's it's not having everyone healthy, but then wanting to have some of those bench players that um, we can mold so just in case they get more time, it doesn't take them about eight games to get acclimated and get ready. Ray Burrell, Zaya Cook had an incredible, you know, last couple games of the season, but they were just weren't really in the rotation so it took them yeah. a while to get back into it. So I, I think I think we'll be okay. Um, but I liked Kurt. I, I think Kurt did pretty well for what he could have done with with injuries. And we
1: we're gonna get Lexi back next year. I'm I'm yeah. So I was gonna say I that. would add I would add two things to that. I agree with everything you said. Getting hopefully praying Lexi comes back and she's healthy. Lexi's a big was a big missing piece for the Sparks because Lexi could totally. score and she could defend. Here's my question. Um and it's just a question because I don't know. It's a question. That's what we're talking about. Um <laughs> Shanae. Yeah. Is she playing? Is she not playing?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a great question. And I feel like I don't know the scope of her injury. Um, you don't even have to answer. You don't even have to
1: answer. <laughs> great.
0: I'm I not going to put it out there. Yeah.
1: I just put it out there for the people. I, yeah.
0: Something that needs to change between this year and next year. We need to have an answer to that question.
1: Yeah. Out. Okay.
0: Indiana. We talked a little bit about this last last week when they were officially eliminated. Um they ended strong. I I don't one more vet, one more vet is really all, all they need cuz this this team is going to... I, I would say $50. I
1: would say two. Two? Okay. I would say if, if they could find a way to get two vets, right? And and honestly, I wouldn't change anything else. Me neither. The if you want to, if you want to put it this way and say the big three, right. I'm saying they have a big three in Kelsey Mitchell, uh, uh, Nelissa Smith and rookie of the year. Oh, excuse me. And Aaliyah Boston. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Have, they have some really, really, really good pieces to me. It's just a matter of time before they all gel together and they learn how to win. And they were really, really close this year. So So that's the one team out of the four that we talked about. That's the one team that I look at and say, they're not far off
0: from
1: from making the playoffs.
0: They're in the best shape out of the four teams. They
1: don't need a lot of pieces. Because they could get by with just one vet. Two Mm -hmm. is really nice, but one for sure.
0: So, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. Okay. Fever, they're going to be good.
0: They're going to be good. Well, hats off to those teams. But... uh, it's time for you guys to log out, and we're about to get to the big dogs who gonna continue you playing
1: are in the playoffs. The weakest link. You are <laughs> goodbye. The weakest link. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, it's the WNBA playoff preview. Welcome back to Queens of the Court. And now it is time for the WNBA playoffs presented by Google. The playoffs start on Wednesday. And as a quick reminder, we are no longer doing the single elimination games. It's the round one is best of three, semifinals and the finals are best of five. And we're going to go through these kind of give our predictions but also Cheryl I want to hear who is the X factor in the series like if this person plays well then mm. this will happen or if this person doesn't play well you know like that's I think that's such a big thing because series and we talk about this in March Madness like it's all about matchups and no doubt Who's going to win that matchup? Somebody can be irrelevant this first round, but is the game saver the next round and the catalyst of a team the next round because that matchup just wasn't the same. So I always find that really, really um, interesting. But we got the number one seed, Las Vegas Aces, versus the number eight seed, Chicago. They snuck in there. They ended the season off really strong. Uh, to go against the number one seed. They start on Wednesday. Tell me your thoughts. Who you got?
1: <laughs> I think this
0: one's going to be a nail-biter. Um,
1: well, <clears throat> so I-, I have Vegas winning this series. Uh, but here's what I'll say. To me, when when Vegas shares the basketball, like when they have incredible ball movement, they're a completely different team and, yeah. and, and they're very, very, very tough to beat when they I don't even know if you want to call it selfish when when they're playing more of a one on one, one on two, mm-hmm. one on five. Anybody can beat them. So when they start playing more of a one pass and shoot or one pass and I'm going to take you off the dribble and not moving the basketball, they're a completely different team. So if they if that Vegas team shows up, Chicago has a chance.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: Chicago has a chance if and, and to me, Chicago you can't just pick one player because of who they're playing, right? Totally. Obviously, obviously, Ka has to have an amazing series. Um, I, th- I think I think Courtney Williams is one of those players just from an emotional standpoint, and Co- Courtney says herself she's a dog, right? Courtney needs to be that dog from start to finish. Um, I mean, Mabry, I think, has to... Mm. Ha- they need everybody to step up and play well. I do think Alana Smith, who we didn't talk about as far as sixth player of the year, I mean, uh, yeah. most improved player, because I think she could have been in that conversation also. Yes. You know, she, she, she's she got to be big for them. Elizabeth Williams. Like, they just... Everybody on the team for Chicago, they need to bring their A game. They got to be ready. And if if Vegas doesn't play team ball i think chicago has a chance yeah if, if vegas is playing the way they're capable of playing moving the ball sharing the ball i i don't think it's close
0: sometimes what just what you said the ball just gets stuck it mm-hmm. just gets stuck for vegas mm-hmm. and they're really beating themselves rather than getting beat most of the time and what I say about Chicago is, I just said said this early on another podcast. Like they have nothing to lose here. They're the number eight seed. No. Like they could no. do the I impossible. Don't. They could just. Courtney Williams is gonna have forty shots a game. Like she, they have nothing to lose. They're gonna try to go out swinging because that's who Chicago is. And I, I don't think we can automatically count them out. But they, they have a very tall task in front of them. No doubt. I think no doubt they are. They don't have anything to lose. Vegas is the one that's like, okay, we have to prove that we are deserving to get back to the finals and to win back-to-back, so we have to put them away early. Chicago's like, we could do the impossible.
1: We could, you know? And that's that's the thing. It's scary. And to your point, that's the thing. It's the playoffs, so anything can happen. But Mm -hmm. to your point, Vegas, Vegas has everything to lose, and Chicago has zero to lose. But knowing... The players on this team, in particular, Ka and Courtney, who, you know, Courtney's like, well, nobody believes in us anyway. So Mm -hmm. let's just go out and do the impossible Mm -hmm. or do what no one thinks will happen. So I'll be watching to see what happens.
0: Oh, that's going to be good. Okay, that series starts Wednesday, um, but a series that starts on Friday is number 2 New York and number 7 Washington now. Mm. That game they just mm. played each other mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Sunday. Slim In in New York. In New York, Britney Sykes. What was it? 0. 0.5 on the clock. Yeah. yeah. Inbound from underneath Washington's basket, they throw a lob to Britney Sykes and she puts in a little floater and me and my husband were just yelling for like three minutes straight. It was perfectly drawn play and just deflated that insane New York Liberty crowd.
1: Yeah, for the pass that Tosh threw, like that law pass had to be spot on.
0: It was perfect.
1: And the timing of everything was, so in knowing that, you know, New York is pissed. So yeah. they're pissed that they lost that game, and now that game's over, and it's it's playoff time. But the other side is Washington's coming in very confident. Mm-hmm. Like we just and they beat them without. I don't believe Shakira Austin played in this game. No, she right? did not. Um, but you got to know Washington's like all right. We we've shown that we can beat you on your home court. So mm-hmm. let's just get it done. And yeah. I'm. I'm actually very excited about this series. Me too. And it's not not just because they won on Sunday, but I I think, and we said this in the beginning, Jordan, I do think Washington has the pieces at every position to match up with New York, to match up with Vegas. They just Mm -hmm. haven't been healthy, so we haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. How healthy are they going in the playoffs? I don't know, but if they're healthy... They're going to give New York a run for their money.
0: I agree. I think the X factor is Shakira Austin. If you get her back, if you're Washington, yeah, this is a yeah. – New York is scared. Like, I, I think – maybe maybe they're not scared, but they are hesitant. I think New York was wishing they are playing another team. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, Because Washington has played them tough all season long and especially coming off of that momentum from Sunday – so I'm I'm excited about this. I want this one to be buzzer beaters. I don't think the number 7 seed is true for Washington. I think no. they are no. higher. Um, I don't either. and uh yeah. So who who you got? Even though it's going to be close, who you think New York's going to pull it out? <laughs> or are you calling an upset in the first round? Do <laughs> it. Do it. Oh. Do it.
1: <laughs> oh. I, I, I think it's going to go three games. Okay, that's what I'll say. That's what. Oh, no, oh I really God. no. I don't. I, I really honestly I can't sit here right now and say oh yeah New York. I I don't think it's as clear. I, I, I don't I don't know because to your point, usually if you look at number two and number seven, you're like yeah number two. But Washington's uh-huh. not a number seven seed. I know they're not. They're not. I don't know. I think
0: it I don't goes goes three, I but I think New York, I think New York gets it. I think it goes three, but I, I think New York pulls it out. Um, but ooh, okay. On to the next one. That's all we'll say. Number three, <laughs> Connecticut versus number six, Minnesota. That series starts on Wednesday. Your gut reaction to that series. Well,
1: M- Minnesota's playing really well right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fee Fee has got to play well. Mm-hmm. Diamond Miller, even though she's a rookie, Diamond's going to have to step up and play really well for them. Um, I think Connecticut wins this one, though. Yeah, I think I think they're hungry. Um, listen, At's a- 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 an MVP candidate for a reason. Mm-hmm. And and I think she's going to show up. She's going to show out. Duana Bonner is going to do what she does. And I know we talk about those two, but they they also have pieces that can score, can get it done. I think Connecticut is in a great spot right now, and I expect them to come out of this series.
0: To me, it comes down to experience. Like, yeah. Connecticut has the experience of playoffs they are you know maybe they're excited about it and i think minnesota has a lot of rookies like diamond miller dorka Uhas, who don't have that experience to um i think that's going to show that's going to show their hand when if it's a close game in a game two or or something like that connecticut's going to be calmer uh where minnesota just doesn't doesn't have have the pieces in that yeah, way. I agree um, with
1: that. That's a good call. Experience, yeah, for yeah, sure. For sometimes
0: sure. It, it could be a you know game that's two to two, but the experience is gonna, gonna show out for Connecticut. And, and, I agree with you. Um yeah, I think that's gonna I have Connecticut in that as well. Um this is also, I will say, I wish that the MVP was announced before playoffs because you know If AT didn't get the MVP, she's going to come out on a tear. (laughs) And Minnesota would be the bystander. I agree with you.
1: (laughs) I do. I totally agree with that.
0: (sighs) Okay, now this is the one that's going to get a little spicy. Number four, Dallas versus number five, Atlanta. That series starts on Friday. Cheryl. Mm Who you got?
1: Um. This, so, this could go either way. So it, it could go either way. So I think Ryan Howard is is going to play lights out in this series. Mm-hmm. I do. But there is something about this Dallas Wings team Mm -hmm. that has me so excited to watch them in the playoffs. Not only do I think they're going to beat Atlanta, I think I think Dallas is going to upset a few teams. Oh. I, I think I think Coach T has them playing so well. I think they're confident, and and I also I also think they're they're a little cocky, but in a good way, not a not a bad way at all. Um, playoff basketball is just different from regular season, and with, with players like an Arike, who like she has the green light to just do whatever. You let li- you live with the good shots, you die with the good shots or the bad mm-hmm. shots. It's just mm-hmm. who she is. And then um, Satu is playing unbelievable, and Tierra, and Kalani, and and Natasha Howard. Just the just, I, I just like this Dallas Wings team right now. So I'm rolling with Dallas in this round.
0: Okay, let me just let me just backtrack to to get the weight of what you just said earlier. You said they're going to upset a few teams. I did according according to the bracket. <laughs> They would go on to play the Aces if they come out of that and you think they're going
1: to upset the Aces? I think they let's could. Get the bold the bold uh, I think I think they now. could. No, let's get them past Atlanta first. Okay, okay. Hey, you're <laughs> no, but not No, that. listen. But I but I I do I do think they could. Yes, I do.
0: They could. They have that potential. Yes, I um do. For me, the X factor in this series is Natasha Howard. Just going off of that experience piece, like she is a champion. And this Dallas team, we've, we've talked about it over and over, but they've just been on the bubble. And, um, I think that experience and just, she can have an explosive night and she can go off on the right night at the right time. And that's going to be huge for them. Um, especially that battle between her and Cheyenne Parker Cheyenne in Parker. the paint. Um, but on the flip side of that, Atlanta hasn't made the playoffs since 2018, I believe. Um, we haven't met Playoff Ryan yet, no. and I I'm excited to meet Playoff Ryan. Like I think this is her time to really be on the brightest stage. And show all of us and remind everyone else that um, she's a hooper. And when the lights are brightest, I think she's going to deliver. So with that being said, if I have to choose. (laughs) Since you're going with Dallas, I'm going to go with Atlanta.
1: Of course you are. Let's go, Dallas.
0: I'm going to go Atlanta. (laughs) Just to (laughs) stir the pot a little more.
1: So, um, did you pick your other teams? Did you have Connecticut or Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have Connecticut over Minnesota. I have... You have New York over Washington.
0: Yep. And I and have Vegas over Chicago. Vegas over Chicago. Yeah. So,
1: I did them all except New York and Washington. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. So, since you're going with New York, I'll go with Washington. Okay, that's fun. <laughs> let's, go. It let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go.
0: Uh do you remember before we bumped to break but like what was that what was those feelings n- night before playoffs are about to start maybe you're the you're the number 1 seed expectations are high maybe you were in an underdog position what were those feelings like
1: well here's the deal so if i'm the aces you know every team's got to come through you to win the championship i mean you have the chip right now Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just like I was just ready right because regular season is great but once it gets to playoffs honestly like nobody really cares what you did in the regular season what the score was how many times you beat us how many times we beat you it's zero zero so like my mindset going into playoffs was all right it wasn't so much about the team we were playing but it was about individual players And for me, it was like, this is, like, I know, well, I'll talk about who we play. Like, I knew going into play New York or play the Sparks, who I was going to have to defend and who more than likely was going to defend me. So where was my advantage? But more than that, like, I really focused on you, my player, you're not going to beat us. Mm. Because like you know what everybody's going to do and even coaches right they may add one or two new plays but they're not really trying to put too much on your mind because at this point it's about it's about who wants it more like you got to go out and you just got to play i'm going to guard you i'm going to shut you down and i'm going to make it rough on you to guard me like that to me it was like dion said it's personal <laughs> <It's> personal. <laughs> like, oh, it's personal. I'm like oh no you're trying to come get what we have you want this ring mm. you want this trophy oh no ma'am not on my watch dang that, that, that's just that's just the the mindset that you gotta have it's no like Vegas should be like this trophy ain't leaving Vegas Mm-mm. I don't care what I gotta do to make sure that doesn't happen it ain't happening put me in coach I'm fired up. Let's go. I might, I might go shoot some shots right now, thinking I'm about to go to the playoffs. Robinson, get in the game. Put <laughs> me in. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh man. Just
0: that though. That oh, mindset. I know it's gonna be a lot of butterflies, a lot of excitement. Um, but Wednesday, it's here. And we're we're I think we're gonna know pretty quickly what teams are going to start to separate themselves and have that mindset and and have that experience and have that eye towards the trophy come October I can't wait it's going to be good I all know. right we're going to take one more break and we're going to come back with some flowers Welcome back to Queens of the Court, and this is our flower segment, which we haven't done in a little bit, but this is one of my favorite parts of Queens of the Court, because everyone deserves flowers, and we got to shout them out. This flower segment, a little more broad, um, because I want to give flowers to this record-breaking season, and how i feel like players have been on more broad mainstream media posts because of all the records they've been breaking all the 40 point games multiple players having 40 point games um to list it all out yeah new all-time marks were set for points assists field goals two pointers three pointers and even win shares there's just it's we're on a whole nother level and I want to give flowers to all of those things and a league that is thriving. But we have to put it into some context here. It's fun. We love it. There's flowers, but there's a couple thorns on the stem. Uh,
1: <laughs> we're not giving roses. How about that? <laughs> that what we this is. Sun- Sunflowers or tulips or something. yeah, tul- yeah, some, some tulips because they don't
0: they don't <laughs> last too long. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I think we have to keep in context that this is the most games that have ever been played in a WNBA season with forty. Um, we've talked about this, Cheryl, when Caitlin Clark quote-unquote, broke your record. She had an extra game to do it. We talked about this at All-Star break when Jewel Lloyd set the record, but now there's four-pointers. It's not taking anything away, but we just have to give give some context. Would you agree?
1: Well, of course, I'm going to agree. Um, <laughs> here's my thing. Well, We're like, hold up. <laughs> so to your point, right? Yes, records are set and made to be broken. But to me... If you don't do it within the same amount of time or same amount of games that the record was set in, did you really break that record? So I'll go back to your point when we had this conversation earlier about, yes, Kaitlin Clark broke, quote, unquote, broke my um, NCAA scoring record. Mm-hmm. But I I set the record in five games. It took her six games to break the record. So my thing is, if she if you're going to say she broke the record, then she should have done it in that fifth game. Right, because mm. because if you give me a sixth game, I I was going to give you another 30, <laughs> maybe 35. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, if if I have a sixth game, that means I'm going to score more points. it just becomes a new record higher
0: yeah higher right and i think now it's just it's a new record for in 40 games or for caitlin clark
1: it's in In six six games games. like it's
0: a it's a different record is what yeah yeah.
1: so technically i should still own the record in five games (laughs) caitlin has it in six so when you talk about the WNBA season yeah like there's a big difference in 32 games versus 40. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I'm not even talking about myself. I'm going to say we, we had some phenomenal scores, like ballers, just people that could just flat out score the basketball. So yeah, if you, you give us another, I mean, you give us 40 games the records look totally different. And to your point, and I want—I do want to say this because I know I'm, I'm having fun with it, but it's not to take anything away from Asia, Stewie, AT, whoever, anybody that broke a record this season. It's not to take anything away from them because they absolutely balled out this year.
0: Mm-hmm. But to
1: your point, it's just to put it in context. So I don't know. So is it—is it really a record? Yeah, in all-star games, we didn't have four-point plays. We didn't have four-point shots. We had four-point plays. We didn't have four-point shots. Mm-hmm. Like you go stand on this circle. This if you make it, it's four points.
0: Yeah, if you give I, I give you know, a couple tries, true. you would have knocked one down. Oh, a couple down. Yeah, yeah, because I because I was
1: definitely gonna shoot that thing. I was gonna shoot that thing. For <laughs> four point, five point, don't matter. Um, yeah, but yes, just, I, I I agree. It's it's different,
0: and it's um. It, it just sets a new standard. And I, I think the, it, the question, when you see all of these records and you see it, it's like, wow, are, are these just the best right. players that have ever touched <laughs> right. the court? You know, like it, it it makes you question that. And, you know, it, it could be some of them that are going to be Hall of Famers and go down as history for sure. But you just have to give the context of the more games. And I, I do want to cite. But they had um,
1: eight more games. Eight more, eight more games. Well, here's and, the thing. And I here's think, the thing. And I'll let you cite ahead, this. I'll ahead. let you cite it because I want to say this. Because when when, when, when these players, when Stewie retires, when Asia retires, right? And that's, I don't know, years away. But when they retire, the game is probably going to change. And they'll go from 40 games to 45 games. Now they're breaking y'all's records. And y'all are going to sit in and say, yeah, but I did it in 40. Mm-hmm. Versus mm-hmm. Them, them doing it in 45. So does mm-hmm. it really count? So that's where I'm at with it.
0: Yeah. I think um <laughs> I think that's always a part of it and I feel like a lot of players right now can't even imagine that, but they I I hope that the WNBA, the games keep growing. I I want 50. Like let's keep let's keep it growing and then the the goalposts is just going to keep moving. Um and that's exciting because that means that the league is growing. Yeah. Um, but I have to shout out the writer Neil Payne from the messenger because in this article, he really did put it in perspective and was able to do a pro rated for some of these stats that if players had 40 games, what would those stats look like? How would this year's records kind of compare? So for example, the all-time single-season three-point field gold leaders. Right now, Sabrina Inescu was crowned for that for having 128 threes. But again, it was in a 40-game scheduled season. So now if you zoom out, Diana Taurasi in a pro-rated scenario, if she had 40 games in 2006, she would still hold the record. She would have got 142. Mm So that's just keeping the average. If she kept her average throughout a 40-game season, and Sabrina Inescu would be second in that at 128. And then Kelsey Plum, just last year, would have been at 126. So it's just the context. It's just perspective. It's a wonderful article. You guys have to check it out because I think it it puts a number to – these stats that we're saying, it's not just arbitrary, like, Oh, if you give me a couple more games, I would have done it. We actually could see a scenario where what's that, what does that look like? Um, so it's a flower Mm -hmm. segment with a a little bit of a little bit of thorns on it, but I just (laughs) thought it was interesting. had to throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One more flower segment though. Cheryl, you starred in the uh, trailer that was buzzing <laughs> around Twitter with the Sid and TP show that's oh about gosh. to air. Um, How were you not cracking up the entire time? Because Sidney Colson, Teresa Plaisance, coming out with the comedy show, it looks
1: hilarious. And you know what? The two of them, Jordan, have got to be two of the funniest people <laughs> so on funny. the planet. Like you can't be in a bad mood around them. Absolutely um, not. You know, I was just excited they asked me to be a part. So if you saw the trailer, it's basically Sid and TP are trying to figure out how they can become the face of the league, <laughs> and so they're they're bringing me in as someone who was the face of the league years ago to give them some advice on how to make that happen. That's all. I I'll tell love me. it. <laughs> and, and, uh, and and the advice is probably not what you think, but it oh. is hilarious. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to watch it. I've watched the trailer, I don't know how many times, and every time I watch it, I just crack up.
0: It's so it, funny. It's gonna be good. They it's gonna be good. are. Just a hilarious yeah. duo. I had to interview them at the same time. And I was I like, throw these questions, it. throw the questions out the window. Yeah. I just want yeah. you guys to crack jokes on each other.
1: <laughs> you know what I love? And and you see this from a lot of different players, but like like the women in the W, they have so much talent right. And not just on the basketball court, like there were so many, they wear so many hats and are capable of doing so many things, but like, like we, the world, not just the league, the world needs something like this, this show, that's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you cry mm-hmm. because you're laughing so hard and <laughs> I can't wait for it to come out. I'm super excited. So shout out to Sid, shout out to TP. Um, listen, I invited Coco on the show. I'm inviting you two on the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on the so, show. Let's talk about good. it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So yeah. <laughs> Super excited about well, it. Well, cannot wait to watch
0: that. That is by Together and it's it's gonna be so much fun. I love how the WNBA Twitter community just rallied behind them. That's like a big mm-hmm. win for mm-hmm. women's basketball in WNBA. So I'm excited about that. Um but all right, the next time you hear from us, we're going to have some tea on the playoffs. They will be kicked off. Let's go. I can't Let's wait. Go. Cannot all wait. Right. Reminder you can send us questions or feedback. We love the listener emails. Keep sending them to us. Queens of the Court at Odyssey.com. And please continue to follow, rate, review the show. It's available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: And y'all know what y'all can do. You can find me on social media. You can find Jordan on social media. I am at Airsoops22, and Jordan is at Hey Jordan R. <laughs>
0: My neck cracked this time. What the? I need to start stretching before.
1: I try to do what you okay. okay, before I get to, hey, R, you need to stretch. Stretch yeah, your body you parts. Okay.
0: <laughs> Queens of the Court is an Odyssey original created in partnership with the WNBA.
1: The show is produced by Alex Ozzy. The executive producer is Lena Moss Glazer. Social media assistance from Isabella Apple. Imaging from T-Storm Battle. And court is a jerk. jerk. (laughs) Boom.